Shalom to all. Today's office kill. I'm Daf Ayin Hay, and we are starting about the sixth line with a quote from the Mishnah, Shor Barman, Behema, and Vilnitzur Sadaf. It's a little bit into Lamates on Mudbeis. And today's Daf is sponsored Lilu Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarah, Basu, Yaakov, Moshe, Hernish, Shama should have an Aliyah. Now, there's Machalikas in the Mishnah how to classify a Shor Bar, a wild Shor. Is it a Min Behema? That was a Tanakama. Or is it a Min Chaya? That was Rabbi So Gmar explains Machalikas Rabban, Amrin the Rabban, and say, Mikahava Arkotaman, that this Shor Bar, this wild Shor, came from here. It originally was domesticated animal, and it just ran away and went out to the fields, and that's why it's called a wild shark, but it really originally comes from the farm, and that's why it's considered a behemoth. Whereas Rabbi Yesi, Rabbi Yesi says, Ikar min taman hava, it originally comes from there, and that's why it's considered a chaya. Now the Gemara goes back to talk about a Mishnah that we learned in the first parak, Mishnah Vav and Parak Aleph, that a chamar and an aroid are kalim with each other, and an aroid is a type of chamar. Now the Gemara picks up that thread by saying, hasharim sharbar in kalim. Since that Mishnah does not mention a wild shar, we can learn from there that a regular shar and a sharbar are not kalim with each other. And this is delight Rabbi Yesa, not like Rabbi Yesi, Rabbi Yesa Amar kalim, because Rabbi Yesa would hold that it is kalim. Now, in Parshas Re'e, a number of kosher animals classified as chayos are listed, and two of them are sa'oi v'zamer. And picking up that thread, the Gemara tells us v'ilin v'targaminon v'toyre bar v'ramanin, those who translate these two words as toyre bar v'ramanin, Rabbi Yesa, that's just like Rabbi Yesa, because we just said these animals are considered chayos, and toyre bar means wild shvarim. So that would clearly be like Rabbi Yesi. On to another animal, the Gemara says, Rabbi tells us b'shem shmuel, Avazim, Avaz Midbar, Kalim Zebazeh. A regular goose with a wild goose, that's Kalim with each other. And the question is, what about Avazim, Avaz Hayam? A regular goose with a goose that comes from the sea, is that Kalim with each other? So, first, the Gemara tells us that Tanya Revidu and Pazi, Revidu and Pazi taught us the Baidaloya, the Baidaloya answered this, Valoya din Matana, but I don't know what he taught, meaning I don't know what the answer is. Now, the Gemara says, why would you be bothered with this? Kavachimer, it's an easy Kavachimer. Ma in Bishash Shneim Bayabasha at Amar Asr, when both of them come from the dry land, you say that it's Asr, as we just said before. A regular goose with a wild goose, that's Asr. When one of them comes from the dry land and one of them comes from the sea, what do we say for sure that's Kalim? And that's how we conclude. Now we tell the Mishnah that a person is permitted with all of them to plow and to pull, which means a person can hitch himself up together with one of these animals and plow or pull with it, and that's on Isra of Kalim. And where do we get this from? Because the Pasuk says, Don't plow with a Shar and a Chamar together. What do we learn from here? You're not allowed to plow with a Shar and a Chamar. Hitched together. But you could plow with a shar and a person, or a chamor with a person. Mazar finishing the eighth parak of Masechah's Kalim, just like we're going to finish this parak together, we should be going to finish the entire Masechah together, and of course, all of Shas Yerushalmi together. And now moving on to the last parak of the Masechah, now discussing Kalim of clothing, which is more often called Shatnis. And the Mishnah says, The only issue of Kalim by clothing is wool and linen together. We're going to see that the wool that we're referring to is sheep's wool and not any other wool. The mission continues, The only type of clothing that could become tummy with Tumas Negayim, with Tsaras, is wool and linen. And The only type of clothing the Kaihanim wear when they're serving the base of Mikdash is clothing made out of wool and linen. Now the mission tells us of a case, Camel wool and sheep's wool that were woven together. So is this considered a regular garment of wool that would be usher to mix linen into or not? So it depends. If the majority of the wool over here comes from camels, mutter. So it's permitted to mix linen into this because this is not considered a wool linen garment. It's considered a camel hair garment and linen. Whereas in Reivman Harichelim, if the majority of the wool over here is regular sheep's wool, then usher, it's usher to mix 
linen into this. And mechzal mechzal, usur, if it's half half, it's usur. Mishal is a similar case, not just with linen, v'chena kanvas v'apishton, shetarfan zabazeh, also if hemp and linen were woven together. So if the majority of the baguette is hemp, he's allowed to mix wool into this. But if the majority of the baguette is pishton, linen, so he's not allowed to. Mishal continues, hashirayin v'akalach, silk and kalach, ein bohen mishum kalayim, midday rice, so there's no issue of kalayim with these things. Avala surim b'nei mayrasa ayin, but there is an isr kasa mayrasa ayin. Since these are similar to wool in some sort of way, people might think that this baguette is actually wool and linen, and therefore no mixing them because of Marzayan. Another din, Hakarn Vaksasais, which is either translated as pillows and cushions or mats and cushions, and Bahen Mishim Kalayim, there's no Isra of Kalayim with them. As long as the person's skin doesn't touch them, so if he has a mat or a cushion of sorts that's made out of shotness, as long as he covers it with a sheet, he could sit on it. Another din, Ain Arela Kalayim. Literally, this means no wearing Kalayim casually, and the Umars explain what this is referring to. Furthermore, a person's not allowed to wear shotness, even on top of 10 garments. As he's wearing two undershirts and three shirts and three sweaters and two coats, and on top of that, he wants to wear shotness, he's still not allowed to wear shotness like that. And I feel Lignavesamechas, even if he's just wearing shotness, to get out of paying taxes. When he comes to the country, they count how much clothing he has in his suitcase and they charge him per item. But if he's wearing the clothing, he doesn't have to pay tax on that. So he wants to wear his shotness clothing just in order that he doesn't have to pay the taxes. That's also Usr. I think when quotes the Mishnah, any Usr Mishim Kalayim Vachulu, that the only clothing there's an Isra of Kalayim with is wool and linen. Civic says in the Pasuk, shotness, don't wear shotness, Semro Pishtim Yachtov, wool and linen together. And Hayisi Emir, I would say based off that Pasuk, that any Usr El Milobash, it's only Usr to wear it. Tamalimers, that's why the Pasuk also says, Loyala Alecha, it shouldn't be put on you, Mashma, even if you're not wearing it, let's say you're just draping it over yourself. Now, Iloyala Alecha, if I only had that Pasuk, Hayisi Emir, I would say, Loyash Balasa Kupala Chayrov, that he's not even sling a basket behind him and put shotness inside the basket because that's considered ha'ala. He's carrying this basket on him that happens to have wool linen inside of it. Tamalim, that's why the Pusuk says, Loy Silbash, you're not allowed to wear it. And what do we learn from here? Ma malbush miyucha davrushu mahanes aguf, just like a malbush, a piece of clothing, is unique in the fact that it benefits his body. Af ainli el davrushu mahanes aguf, so too the only isser of shotness is something that's benefiting the body, meaning it has to be worn on him and there's no isser of it being in a basket that's slung behind him. The Gemara asks, if that's so, la'ezu davr nemer loyal alecha. So then regarding to what is the Pasuk telling us, we just learned from the Pasuk of shotness, you're not allowed to put any shotness on yourself even though you're not actually wearing it. So what does tell us? The answer is, Reb Nicha Bar Saba says, the name Reb Yechanan, who says, if there's a very large beged, part of it has kalayim in it, part of it is shotness, but that part's on the ground, and the other part is a very large garment, or blanket, if you will, does not have shotness in it, he's not allowed to cover himself even with the second part, the part that does not have shotness in it. And that's what the Pasuk of Lo Yal Alecha is telling you. We continue, Hayisi Eimer, I would say, Afilu Pishin Shalyam, even linen that comes from the sea, and Afilu Kanvas, even hemp, which is also sometimes called linen, that would be an Isra of linen. Tamalim, that's why the Pasuk says, Semer Upeshtim. And what do we learn from Semer Upeshtim? Ein Vavamaral Pantap, Mat Semer She'ein Loi Shem Levai, just like the Semer that we're referring to, the wool that's being spoken about in the Pasuk, doesn't have a Shem Levai, it doesn't have an accompanying name. It's called wool. It's not called this type of wool. Af Kol Davar She'ein Loi Shem Levai, so too, the only type of linen which is usur is a type that doesn't have an accompanying name. But these two that we just mentioned, linen from the sea or hemp linen, they have an accompanying name. They're not just called plain linen. Those are not usur because of linen. Now, just clarify, how do we know that wool doesn't have a shame levai, an accompanying name? Maybe it's called sheep's wool and it's not just called plain wool. So Rabbi Shubin Levi answers, because the Pasuk says, Mesha the king of Mayav was a naked. And we just pause and ask, what's a naked? Raya, he was a shepherd. And the Pasuk continues, 
Yisrael, he would pay the king of Yisrael, Meo Elef Karim, 100,000 fattened sheep, Umeo Elef Elim Tzemer, and 100,000 rams of wool every single year. What do we learn from here? Elcha Karu Tzemer, Ela Tzemer Elim Bovad, the only thing that's called plain wool is wool from Elim, rams, or sheep, because that's the same animal. In other words, instead of saying that the king of Maiv paid the king of Yisrael rams with their wool, it says rams of wool, which means that standard wool is ram's wool or sheep's wool and not any other wool. We're going to stop here for the day and pick up tomorrow and continue to explain the Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.